Welcome to Two Peas on a Pod. My name is Peyton, and joining me is my brother Parker. What's up? What's up, guys? We're back week three. Um, man, we're one week closer to football season. I'm pumped. That we are. We just got done with week one of preseason football, and today we are going to do our official betting preview for the 2023 NFL season, and we're going to give our official predictions. So excited. Let's do it. All right. First, I am going to get into a little bit of news, and it does involve two of your beloved Cowboys in Ezekiel Elliott and Zach Martin. Both of these broke right before the show, so it's kind of fresh. So I want to get your first thoughts just right off the bat. No, no warning, no preparation. Ezekiel Elliott has tweeted that he is signing with the Patriots. What do you think? Well, I've already had one draft and I took Ramondre Stevenson and I just see Zeke being a touchdown poacher, dude. He, he's going to do the same thing to Ramondre that Tony Pollard had happened to him with Zeke last year. I think he'll be okay. I mean, he's not going to get paid a whole lot, but I think he'll be all right. I think I agree. And I, I think that this is a little bit of a red flag for Ramondre owners because he already wasn't getting a ton of red zone carries or in carries on the goal line. So I think that there's a possibility that whenever it comes to your draft, you might want to think about that whenever you're weighing between him and maybe a guy like a Joe Mixon in that range where Ramondre might not score as many touchdowns because Zeke might be getting all the inside the five carries. So we'll see. I think it's interesting, but uh, also the other cowboy, Zach Martin, he is officially into this holdout. He's, agreed to a restructured contract, which will give him 18 million over the next two years. Are you glad to have him back? Of course. That's, that might be the most important piece to our offense. I I would agree. I think that that is going to be very important for not only Tony Pollard, but obviously Dak Prescott, keeping him off of the ground and giving him more time to throw, hopefully leading to less interceptions. We'll see. It's more important to the, the offensive line as a group. I mean, having a guy like that to look up to for an offensive line, you know, you lose him, you lose, the backbone, you know, so for sure that's, between him that's and Tyron Smith, one, both of those two are the pillars of your offensive line. Um, of course. I, uh, other items I want to touch on the first college football top 25 AP poll dropped. And uh, of course, no surprise, Georgia is number one, followed by Michigan at number two, Ohio State at number three, Bama at four, LSU at five. Do you have any thoughts about that? I know you aren't a big college football guy, but are you surprised to see Georgia I mean, at number one? No, not at all. They won it back to back years. I mean, what are you going to do? Okay, I figured. If, also, if you're doing you know, if you're if you're doing NFL rankings and we come into this year, who, who's the best team right now right. in the NFL? The Chiefs. The Chiefs. And guess <laughs> who just won the Super Bowl? The Chiefs. Right. Right. Yeah. And uh, as a note, because of course I know that you are a Texas fan, they are the first team left out of the top ten. They are at number eleven. So we'll see. Quinn Quinn Ears has some work to do. So he or something to prove, I should say. Definitely has something to prove. Should you say Arch Manning has something to prove? No, 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 no. You can't rush that. You <laughs> can't right. rush that. Just to know, we are going to have a college football preview show coming up in a couple of weeks. We're going to try and have one of our friends on as a guest on that podcast and um, see how that goes. But uh, I think that as far as other news, it's important to mention that once again, no surprise, James Harden has demanded a trade request from the 76ers. Is that any surprise to you, Parker? No, it's no surprise to me. James Harden is one of those players. There's a couple of guys like that in the league that are really talented, really good, but they just never work. Then, and as soon as they don't see something working, instead of trying to overcome it, they just want to get traded, want to get traded, want to get traded. It makes basketball hard to watch. 
Yeah, and I think that we're getting to a point where it's, you know, the next superstar who wants to go somewhere else, who wants to get traded next. And it seemed about time. We've been waiting on Damian Lillard, and maybe Dame was taking too long, and James said, all right, I'll do it myself. <laughs> so yeah. uh, another note, uh, Neymar signed with the Saudi Arabian club. Uh, forget, I'm not even going to try to pronounce the name. But uh, he is moving to Saudi Arabia from PSG. And I don't know if you have any thoughts on that, but you know, it seems like a lot of these guys are taking the money and running. It's just like the live thing, man. It's just like in golf. I mean, these guys are taking the money. If they're going to pay that much for them, why not go play there? Absolutely. You're only healthy for so long. Yep. Especially with him. He's had some injury troubles in the past and I don't blame him for doing it, but go make your money. uh, Yeah. And I think that's all for our news segment. We're going to just go ahead and get into the betting preview, what we actually came here for. So uh, as everybody knows, the one of the more popular things when it comes to betting in the NFL or any uh, sport for that matter is looking at how many games a team is going to win on the season before the season starts. Uh, so what we're going to do here is we're going to do a rapid fire style of going through the win totals for each team in the NFL. And we are going to start with the Arizona Cardinals. Their total is four and a half. And what do you think that they are going to do this season? Um, at minus 120, I'm smashing the under. Uh, it, it's it's not looking good for the Arizona Cardinals. It looks like they might win too. I've already said this in previous podcasts. I'm, I'm not too excited for their season. I'm hit, I'm smashing the under. We agree. I have them winning anywhere from two to four games. And I think that based on their schedule, they could start one and 14. So (laughs) uh, next we are going to go to the Atlanta Falcons with the total of eight and a half wins. And what are you doing? Uh, I am going to take the over on this. I I think they have nine. I think they have nine wins in them. I concur. I am going to smash the over. This is one of my locks for the year. I think that they can win 10 or 11 games. I think that they are, are likely to win the division and it helps that they play the NFC South. It helps that they play the NFC North and the AFC South, which arguably are the three worst divisions in the NFL. So they get a lot of schedule help moving Agreed. on. Moving on. We have the Baltimore Ravens at 10 and a half. What are you doing? I'm, I'm hitting the under here. I don't, I see the Ravens being another one of those teams that are eight and nine or nine and eight, but 11 wins. That's, that's a lot. That's a lot of wins. I actually disagree. I think that the Ravens are going to go over. I think they can win 11 to 12 games. I think that there could be some mixed results in the first five to six games under the new offense. But after they get things figured out, I think they could rack off like seven wins in a row from week six to 14. So moving on, we're going to go with the Buffalo Bills at 10 and a half wins. That's another one of my neutral teams. I mean, the Bills are going to be really good this year, but their schedule's pretty tough. I mean, their division's really tough as well. That you could easily split all three games in that division. I am going to take the over, but I'm not going to take the over with a lot of confidence. That's probably one of those bets that I stay away from. Yeah, we're pretty similar on that. It's it's a pretty good line. I, I think that they can win 11 games. I think they can win 12 as well. I, I, looking at their schedule, it seems like they can relatively easy to get off to a nine and two or a 10 and one start, but their last six games are going to be pretty tough. So down the stretch, they could, uh, you know, be three and three and lead to them having five or six losses on the season. We'll see, uh, going into the next team, the Carolina Panthers, the line is seven and a half. What are you doing? I'm taking the over. I think Bryce Young can get this team to have eight wins. Their division's so bad too. Their division's awful. Yeah, and I I wanted to go over so bad, but I and I would have prior to looking at the schedule really in depth, but after looking at the schedule, I 
I just had to go under. I think that they get right to seven wins. Um, and unfortunately, I think that it's going to come down to one of the games between them and the Texans for which team goes over and under between those two. Um, but I, I do think that looking at their schedule, they'll be much better after their bye week, which, of course, that's the case for most teams, but specifically them, especially having Bryce as a rookie. I mean, I'm looking at it. After the first six weeks, they get to play Houston, Indianapolis, Chicago. Uh, they get to play Tennessee, Tampa Bay. I think they can split with Atlanta, Green Bay, and Tampa Bay again. I think they can beat Tampa twice. I think they can squeeze out eight wins this year. Yeah, and, and that was a really tough one for me. I, I like my heart set over, but the math set under. So y- y- I don't think it's a crazy thought to go over on that one. Uh, yeah. Moving on, the Chicago Bears are at seven and a half wins. What do you think? I'm taking the under. I think the Bears are going to be pretty rough this year. I looked at their schedule, and I mean, obviously, I see them beating Arizona, but other than that, they have a lot of tough uh, opponents coming up this year. I agree, and I couldn't agree more. I want to like smack the table. This is one of the biggest locks of the year for me. I am going under. I think that they could win like as low as three games. I see no more than six wins on the schedule. I think it is super important to remember that this was the worst team in the NFL last year. Their defense is still crap. Justin Fields, unless he takes an astronomical leap as a passer, is not going to single-handedly win as many games as people think he's going to. So I'm going under as well. Uh, I went on a bit, little bit of a rant there, but I think it's justified. <laughs> so <laughs> next team, we're going to go with the Cincinnati Bengals at 11 and a half. I'm very curious to see what you're going to do here. That's a lot of games for any team to win, but I want to take the over. If Joe Burrow's, if Joe Burrow's healthy, I'm taking the over. If Joe Burrow's not healthy within the first few weeks, I'm going to have to take the under. Cause I, I, I think Joe Burrow is one of those quarterbacks that can win, you know, eight out of 10 games, which is really good. You know, but if they if they lose three right off the rip and then Joe Burrow loses one or two himself, I mean, that already is cutting it close. Yeah. And the Burrow injury makes this nearly an impossible line to choose because I think that Burrow could miss anywhere between three games and five games. I don't know that he'll miss any more than that, but it's hard to see where he's going to miss them because he could miss two weeks early in the season maybe re-aggravate the injury in week 10-ish or you know later in the season and be out for a couple more weeks, maybe during some really, really key games um, or even games that could be considered easy wins that end up not being. I'm right at 11 or 12. I, I'm going to go under just because I think that he might be out a few more weeks than we're anticipating. That's the only reason why. And I think it's right at 11. So the next team, we're going to go to the Cleveland Browns at nine and a half wins. What do you think? Cleveland Browns, I think that's an under for me. I I don't think the Cleveland Browns are going to be as big of a force as you think, and I think they are quite possibly the worst team in their division. Bingo. That is exactly what I think. This is another lock of mine. I see no more than eight wins on this schedule. Smashing the under. All right, next team. It is your very own Dallas Cowboys at nine and a half wins with some juice, major juice to the over. I might add at minus 160. What do you think? Oh, you're scared. I want to take this over so bad, but I'm not one to bet on my own team. I think the Cowboys could win 14 games. I also think the Cowboys could win six games. So that's where I stand on that. The Cowboys, you never know. It's like rolling the dice. Okay. Well, I'm going to be a little bit more definitive. This is a lock over. I think they win 11 to 12 games. 
I, I think they're going to be really, really close with Philly to winning the division. We'll, we'll talk about that in a minute, but I, I have no fear with this. I think that they can easily get over nine and a half. Next team, we're going to go with the Denver Broncos at eight and a half wins. Under. I'm taking the under. I, I think this team just is too too out of it, I, I guess I should say. Unless Sean Payton can come in there and really make something happen, I think this team's just too out of it at the moment. And I don't think Russell Wilson is what Russell Wilson used to be. Yeah, I, I think this is one of the sharper lines among the whole slate. Uh, they, they're going to be better, but I don't think it's playoff time for them yet. I, I have them at over, but I mean, it's barely over. I think it's nine wins um, at max, and if they have lower than that, I wouldn't be surprised, but I'm just going to go with over. Moving on, the Detroit Lions are at nine and a half wins. That's weird to see that, isn't it? Yeah, we haven't seen that probably in my lifetime. Uh, I, to be I quite honest with have. you, <laughs> that's, crazy. that's a, that one's pretty up there. That's one of the tougher lines for me because I really want the Lions to be good. They're one of my teams to be good this year, but there are a lot of people riding that wagon, so I don't want to harp too much on it. But I, I think that it's quite possible. I mean, I'd like to take the over. Sure. When you say you don't say that very confidently, you mean like ten wins? I assume. Uh, yeah, ten. If they squeeze out eleven, I'd be impressed. But. Yeah, likewise, because I'm going to go with under. And when I say under, I mean barely under. I think that this is like a nine-win team, and I they can still win the division with nine wins because the rest of the division is floating right around there, aside from Chicago, of course, as we talked about. And right. one of those teams we're going to talk about right now is the Green Bay Packers, and their win total is seven and a half. What are you going to do? Jordan Love makes this decision really hard on me, um, but I'm going to say under. Okay. I'm going to say, I'm gonna say under. I, I don't. I don't think they're going to have it in them this year. I okay. just don't. I think they'll be one of the bottom three teams in the NFL. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah, so we we definitely disagree on that because I'm going to go over, but barely over. I think that they are right at eight wins. I think that they can flirt with nine wins and possibly compete for the division because, as I said, I think that Detroit's the best team in the division, and they're also at nine wins. So. I think this is going to be, as we'll talk with Minnesota later, just one of those crap divisions where there's no really, really awesome team and it's going to come right down to the wire. But uh, moving on to the next team, we have the Houston Texans who are at six and a half wins. And what do you think you're going to do with that total? I think this team can win seven games. I know it's kind of a hot, I don't know if it's a hot take or not, but I think this team can win seven games. I'm looking at their schedule and they're just sneaky. Yeah, I, I concur. I, I looked at their schedule and it looks like they might struggle a little bit early on, but it looks like after their bye, they have some favorable matchups that they can take advantage of. And I don't see any reason why they can't go to seven wins. So I'm taking the over as well. Uh, next, we have the Indianapolis Colts at six and a half. And there's a slight amount of juice to the over. What do you think? I like to take the over here. I think it's a really good line. It's It's hard to pick a side this is one of those bets i would stay away from but i'd like to take the over yeah and i i agree that it's a bet that i'd stay away from but i do disagree on the total i have them going under i think that they're a four to five one team i they got to seven it wouldn't shock me because i think if anthony richardson lights the world on fire his rookie year i wouldn't shock me but i i do think that the rest of the team and also anthony richardson has a long way to go i think that's a next year play so i think this might be a gap year 
Looking at their schedule, I do think that they could stack nine losses before the bye week, but I think that they'll improve after their week 11 bye, which is where most of those wins might come from. So uh, moving to the next team is a darling of the offseason that many people think is going to be pretty good. The Jacksonville Jaguars at nine and a half wins with some juice to the over. What do you think? Jacksonville Jaguars are going to be one of those teams this year that either come out and go above and beyond or come out and heavily disappoint. Uh, the off-season attention that they've been getting just because of Calvin Ridley being there has been a lot, and I just don't know if they're going to live up to the hype. I hope they do, though. I'm going to take the over. I'm also going to go over. Looking at their schedule, they do have some toughies uh, outside of their division, but they also play their division opponents twice in one of the worst divisions in the NFL, and they also play the NFC South. And I think that helps give them some guaranteed wins across their schedule, so I'm going to go over. Uh, next team, uh, the reigning Super Bowl champs, Kansas City, is at 11 and a half, which is tied with the Bengals and the Eagles for the highest win totals. What do you think? I mean, I obviously think this is another one of those really good lines. Kansas City can be any team in the NFL, but Kansas City is also known to have a hiccup every now and then, and they're human. Patrick Mahomes is human, so he, he could come out and lose a few games. The NFL is not easy. That being said, I'm going to take the over because I do have faith in Patrick Mahomes, and I know Patrick Mahomes is the best quarterback in the league. And I am also going to take the over. I'm not going to be the idiot that says the Kansas City Chiefs are going to go under their win total and look like a dummy. So I'm going to go over. And if I'm yeah, wrong, I'm whatever. not doing that. <laughs> right. I'll put my head on the stake about the Super Bowl take, but I'm not. They, they should have more than 11 and a half wins. Agreed. And the next team, who I do not think we'll have more than 11 and a half wins is the Las Vegas Raiders at six and a half. And there is some juice to the under. And I want, I, I know that we talked about the Raiders and had a bit of a disagreement last week. I'm sure we'll disagree here. What are you going to do with that total? The over, this is one of my locks. I am taking the over. And it is also one of my locks under. I think no that they're going to I think they're going to win three to four games. I, it, the only note that I have is in all caps, they are going to stink. They're going to be so bad. I don't know, man. I think they can come out and beat Denver in week one. I think they have a chance to beat Pittsburgh in week three. I think they can beat Green Bay in week five. I also think they can beat Chicago in week seven. New England is another coin flip for me. I think they might be able to beat New England. And then they, I think they beat Denver twice this year. They get to play Indianapolis. I mean, I, I could see them having eight, nine wins. This is one of my locks of the whole thing. This is one of my locks. This is it. I like the Raiders. Yeah, we definitely disagree because I, I some of those same matchups, I think that the, it's a loss at Denver. I think it's a loss at Buffalo, obviously. I think they, I think the Pittsburgh is going to be pretty good. We'll talk about it in a second, but I think that's a loss. I think that they start the season uh, one and five. And then after that, I have like three more wins on the schedule. I think that there's a lot of tough matchups. I mean, they have a three-week stretch before their bye where they go Jets on Sunday night football at Miami, KC. Then they have the bye. Then they go play, or they actually host Minnesota, host the Chargers at KC. That is a rough six games, if you ask me. I don't see a single win in that stretch. I don't know what to tell you, man. I, I like the Raiders this year. I, I think they're going to take... We very clearly disagree. We're going to have to do like an actual wager on that outside of the pot because I That's think that we, we are so far apart that there's very much some something that we can put on the line, but we'll figure okay. that out later. I'm down. All right. So uh, next team, the LA Chargers 
are at nine and a half. And I want to know what you think of that total. I think that's another great line. Uh, nine and a half. That's a scary one for the Chargers. I want to say over. I have faith in Justin Herbert this year. I th- I'm looking at their schedule and I think they could squeeze out quite a bit of wins late in the season. I am also going to go over. However, I'm going to be a little bit more emphatic. This is a lock for me. I have about eight locks. So that's, you know, I know it's a lot, but I do think that there's something to be said about staking your claim on some of these. So I think that their early bye week in week five, or actually week four, rather, uh, should help with any kinks in the new offense. So if they have any issues in the first four weeks, I think that they can figure them out really early on and then get them ready to explode down the stretch after that week four bye. So uh, the next team is the other L.A. team in the L.A. Rams, and their win total is six and a half. And what do you think about that total? Under, under, under. I do not like this team this year. I don't think they're going to be very good. I, I agree with you, but I want to note that I think that this was the most difficult line to decipher because I think that we might forget how good a healthy Matthew Stafford is, as we talked about uh, whenever we previewed the Rams. And the offense alone might be able to lift this team up to a eight-win team. And it, that, that's why it makes it really hard because we don't know Matthew Stafford is just going to be injured Matthew Stafford and be playing hurt throughout the entire season looking like he did last year or if he's going to come back and be fully healthy and look like 2021 Matthew Stafford. I'm just looking at their schedule and I see them in Seattle losing. They play San Fran twice. They play Cincinnati. They play Philly, Pittsburgh, Dallas. I mean, they play Baltimore. They play the Giants. Uh, it's just yeah. not an easy schedule for them. Yeah, there, there's not a lot of wins, easy wins, I should say, to find on the schedule, which is what makes it hard. So I do agree. I, I'm taking the under. I just think it's a very difficult line to figure out. But uh, moving on to the Miami Dolphins, another darling of the offseason. Their total right now is at 9.5, and, and it's pretty much even odds are on both sides. So what do you think? To me, this is the hardest line. I would say this one and the Cincinnati Bengals were my two hardest lines to pick. I want to say over, but they have a really tough division and they do have to play Kansas City and they have to play the Cowboys and they have to play Philadelphia. So they open it, with the Chargers tough. in LA too. Right. So. And the, exactly. So it makes it really tough. This was one of my hardest ones to pick. And they play in Baltimore and they play Buffalo last week. The last three weeks, they play even worse. The last four weeks, they play. The Jets, the Cowboys, the Ravens, and the Bills. Right. And I, I just looking at the schedule, I, I wouldn't be shocked if they start off one and three. And it's one of those teams where people are, you know, saying, should this team panic, you know, between first take and all the morning talk shows. But despite that, I actually am going to take the over. I think that there's a possibility that they will, especially on the defensive side of the ball, figure it out, especially once Jalen Ramsey comes back. I think that they'll get it get some momentum, getting him back, and also figuring out the Vic Fangio system as the season goes on on that side of the ball is going to do wonders for them. So I, I'm, I'm going to take over. I think it's like 10 or 11 wins. Not I'm over as well. So, yeah. yeah. So moving on to the next team, the Minnesota Vikings. And we have a win total. And I don't know if you have a way of feeling about the whole we team. You know, the, do you use whenever you say the Cowboys, you refer to them as we yeah, I say we all the time. Okay, good. Uh, you know, some people are like, you know, you're not on the team. Whatever. I spent $300 on Dallas Cowboys website the other day. I'm on the team. <laughs> okay, all right. So, anyways, the total is eight <laughs> and a half. <laughs> and it has a little bit of juice to the over. And do you have a definitive opinion about that line? 
Uh, yes, I take the over. Okay. Not because you're here and you're a Minnesota Vikings fan. I'm trying to make you feel better. I just see the Minnesota Vikings and the Detroit Lions being a lot like the Dallas Cowboys and the Philadelphia Eagles in their in their divisions. I think you know the other two teams. Yeah, they're they're good teams. They can squeeze out wins, but I don't think they're. I think there's definitely a line in the sand, you know, between the Minnesota Vikings and the Detroit Lions and the Green Bay Packers and the Chicago uh, Bears. So I, I'm going to take over. I think they're going to have 10 wins this year. That's my guess. Okay. That's an interesting take. I'm actually going to take the under uh, being the pessimistic Viking, Vikings fan that I am. They are due for regression like we talked about in our NFC preview episode. You can go and listen to that if you want to hear us talk about these teams more uh, along with the AFC preview. But I I think that it's right at eight or nine wins. And like I said, talking about the Green Bay Packers and the Lions, I and like we'll talk about with the division odds, I, I think those three teams are going to be right at that win total of nine, eight and nine wins. And it's going to come down to the end of the season to see who's going to win that division. Uh, I do want to move on to the New England Patriots, who are at seven and a half wins over under. I'm taking the under, but I do think the games that they will win will be the games that make the division kind of shaky. I think New England's really good at winning games within their division and always have been. So I'm taking the under, but I think they definitely split games with all three of the opponents in, in their division. We both agree on that point. Uh, we don't agree on the win total. I, I'm going to go barely over at eight or nine wins. Not very confident in that one, especially because there is juice to the under. But I, I looked at the schedule, and that's just... I always give them the benefit of the doubt, obviously, for the reason that we all know, because they're coached by Bill Belichick. So maybe this will be the year where we're not granted him that benefit of the doubt because maybe he's just lost it. But until I see it, I'm just going to trust him and see that he's going to squeak out a eight or nine win season. So uh, moving on is the New Orleans Saints at nine and a half wins, which to me, very interesting line. And I don't know about you. What do you think about that line? This is one of my locks. Oh, okay. I'm taking the over. Oh, this sounds insane, but I'm taking the over. Wow. Uh, Okay. The New Orleans Saints are in the worst division in football. And I think they can win their division. Not without a doubt. I find that super interesting because obviously I'm a very much a proponent of the Falcons winning that division. And we'll talk about that more in a second, but uh, I'm going to go under. And when I say under, I mean, barely under, and it's, it's a very sharp line in my opinion, but I think this is going to be right at nine or 10 games. And I, as a note to their schedule, because of that win total, I think there's a great possibility that that last week 18 game where they host Atlanta is for the division. Yeah, Atlanta and them are going to have, you know, they're going to butt heads all year. I think they're going to go back and forth. But I'm going to ask you a quick question, Peyton. Can you name me the best quarterbacks in the NFL? I saw this the other day and it blew my mind. Name the best quarterbacks in the NFL. Uh, you mean like statistically or do you just I know. Mean- I mean, you're the best quarterbacks in the NFL. Name name a list of the best quarterbacks in the NFL. Start from number one uh, and work your way down. Mahomes, Hurts, Allen, Lawrence, Jackson, Burrow. Uh, I don't know if you want me to keep going, Rodgers. Yeah, keep going. Keep going. Okay. Okay. Rodgers, Herbert. Uh, let's see. Brock Purdy. No, I'm kidding. Uh, Dak Prescott. Um, I don't know. I, I guess. That's, that's, that's good right there. What if yeah. I told you he only plays one of those quarterbacks? I that I did notice that playing whenever he I was plays Trevor Lawrence. Out of that whole list you just said, Mahomes, Burrow, Allen, Herbert, Dak, Aaron Rodgers, Jalen Hurts, Lamar Jackson, Russell Wilson. 
he plays Kirk Cousins, but he plays Ryan Tannehill or not Ryan Tan- yeah, Ryan Tannehill, Bryce Young, Jordan Love, Baker Mayfield, Mac Jones, CJ Stroud, Justin Fields, Kirk Cousins, Desmond Ritter, Jared Goff, Daniel Jones, Matthew Stafford, and Trevor Lawrence. I take Derek Carr in 90% of those games. Here's the thing about the way I looked at their schedule. I think that they're going to end up with, I'd say, six wins before their bye, which is good. I mean, their bye is in week, I believe it's 10, 11, week 11. Sorry. So they're going to go into their bye with a six and four record, maybe seven and three for all I know. I, I just look at the last seven games that they have and I, I obviously I really like Atlanta, so I think that's a loss. I think Detroit is going to be better down the stretch. That's I think that's a loss. I think they can beat Carolina. Obviously, that's that's a, one of their few wins down the stretch. And then they have the Giants, which I I think that that's a team that even if they are out of the playoff race, I think I think they're still going to be a good team. They just have a tough schedule, which we'll get to them next. The Rams probably going to be a win because they might be tanking at that point. But then they play at Tampa, and then they play Atlanta again, and that's where the tough part of their schedule comes in. And I don't know if I see more than three wins in that stretch. That's the hesitation for me. So uh, I, I don't want to spend more time than needed on the saints. So I just yeah. had to go over that. That's <laughs> no, one of my, I, I appreciate that. And we'll, we're going to keep track of all these, especially our locks. Uh, we're going to, you know, post them on social media. We're going to keep ourselves accountable because yeah, we say these takes sure. on here and it's, you know, it might be, even if it's old takes exposed, that's what we're here for. All right, next team, we have the New York Giants at seven and a half wins, and it's pretty even on both sides. What do you think of that total? I'm taking the under on that. I think the Giants have a really tough schedule, and they're playing in a not-so-easy division, and I don't know if they have it in them to win that many games this year. I just don't. I don't have faith. No faith in the Giants. I agree. I think they're one of the biggest regression candidates for this whole season. Uh, I think they have an incredibly tough first 10 games, which I believe we talked about on the NFC preview. And I think that there's a possibility they could start the season with four wins before their bye week in week, I believe it's 12. So Yeah, that's going to be tough. Yeah, which if you have three wins before that point in the season, it's tough sledding. You know, and then they still play Philadelphia twice after that. After that, (laughs) precisely. Yeah, which that's... That's wild how tough their schedule is. I think that they can cover in a lot of games. You know, whenever we talk about them during the season, they they can probably right. stay close, but they it's just going to be so tough week to week because of their schedule. Uh, moving on, we did just get some breaking news about this team. We have the New York Jets at nine and a half wins. Uh, that news being that Dalvin Cook is signing a one year deal with the Jets, and I want to give your thoughts on that. Just first impressions. Number one, Dalvin Cook was in a money position in my opinion. Uh, He's a good running back, still has some legs in him, and he was holding out. He could have waited until a team really needed him, waited for a guy to get injured in training camp, been like, oh, yeah, they're going to pay me because they need a running back. But he went to the Jets, a team that looks really promising this year, and I'm taking their over, actually. Uh, I'm not high on the Jets, but I think the Jets are going to be a really good team. Their defense is something else, and then now they have Aaron Rodgers on the team. They're getting Dalvin Cook to come in take some carries off of uh, their running backs who have been slightly injured um, recently. Brees Hall obviously coming off a big injury. So I, I got him winning quite a few games this year. Yeah, and I am also going to go over. I Looking at their schedule, their first 12 games are hell. They're, they're really tough. But 
Uh, I think that they're good enough to win a good amount of them, which is why I think I'm taking the over. Uh, to give my thoughts on the Dalvin Cook edition, first off, I think maybe we should just record it this time more often because maybe we can get this breaking news and include it. You know, maybe <laughs> maybe Leonard Fournette will sign somewhere next episode. Maybe we'll get uh, Kareem Hunt finally signing somewhere. I don't know whether it be Indy or New Orleans or somewhere else. Who the hell Wherever knows? Wherever he's going. <laughs> yeah. So besides that, I wanted to talk about the Dalvin Cook edition. And I think that it's interesting that he signed right after Zeke did because maybe he realized that there's not many other spots for him if he doesn't sign right now. So and not only that, but him going to the Jets as opposed to the division rivals, the Dolphins, who everybody thought he might go to at first uh, because that's where he's from. It seemed like they were a prime spot for an addition at running back. So, uh, of course, Brees Hall owners probably aren't thrilled by this because obviously Dalvin's going to eat into the workload for just this year. But I think it's a great move for the team because they can bring Brees along at his own pace and make sure that he's not rushed back from the ACL injury he had last year. Um, but yeah, I am going over on that total. So next we have the Philadelphia Eagles at 11 and a half. Like we said, tied for the highest win total of the season. Are you going over or under? As much as I hate the Philadelphia Eagles, I'm going to go over, but they don't have an easy schedule. They're better than a lot of the teams they play just because of how good their team is. But I could also see them losing a lot of these games. Right. And I think it's one of the sharper lines. I have it barely over at 12. And it is important to know there's some slight juice to the under. So people think that, you know, Super Bowl loser hangover, as history tells us. So we'll see. Next team is the other team in Pennsylvania, the Pittsburgh Steelers. And their win total is at eight and a half with some decently sized juice to the over. And I want to know, are you going over as well? Or are you going to go apart from Vegas and say under? I'm going to go over. I'm going to take the over on this team. I think they are the second best team in the division. Wow. Okay. I thought I was excited about Steelers. You definitely are. I so think they're the I, second best team in the division. Okay. that That's a hot take to me. And that's okay. I... Also, I'm going to take the over. This is one of my locks, and I think that they could win easily 10 games. I don't. I looked at the schedule, and I, and maybe it's just because I think they're going to be good, but I definitely see at least 10 wins on the schedule. And I think that they could surprise some people. I think that they might be a surprise team. They have an early buy in week six, and I think that that might be a storyline where they're 5-0 and going into their buy. Yeah. Maybe you shouldn't look under my desk about the Steelers right now. But um, <laughs> we're going to move on to the 49ers, whose win total is 10 and a half. And I want to know, are you going to take the over or the under? Everyone's really high on the Niners this year. I think their quarterback room has a lot of issues. I think that's going to cause, you know, a little bit of shakiness to get started off. And I'm looking at their schedule as well, and their schedule is not, not super easy. I mean, they play Pittsburgh to start off in Pittsburgh. They play Minnesota, they play Cincinnati, they play Jacksonville, Seattle, Philly. They play Seattle twice. They play uh, Lamar Jackson. I, I don't think it's a super easy schedule, but I think they can squeeze out 10 wins. I think 10 and a half uh, going up to 11 is, is a little shaky on my side of things. It definitely is going to be one of the tougher lines, especially because we still, as much as some people might like Brock Purdy, I think that there's a lot of uncertainty with him. And whether he's a good quarterback or not, if you look down the stretch of last year, they didn't play a lot of tough quarterbacks or even tough teams as a whole during the regular season. So I, I'm still 
skeptical. I think that they're still going to be a great team. I have them going over barely. Uh, but I do think that it's a very good line by Vegas. Next, we have the Seattle Seahawks at eight and a half wins with some slight juice to the over. What are you going to do with that line? I'm taking the over. I'm big on the Seahawks this year. I also am going to take the over. I think that they can win 11 games pretty easily. Uh, and after their week five bye, I see them winning nine to 10 games, no problem, which might seem crazy, but I think they're just really good. So next we have the Tampa Bay Bucks at six and a half wins, and there's some juice to the under on that. You going to take the juice or no? This is one of my locks. I'm smashing the under. I don't like Tampa Bay that much this year. I didn't like them last year. I, I think they weren't as good of a team as their record might have said. They are in a really weak division, but I don't see them winning more than five after looking at their schedule. I agree. It is not a lock, but it is an under for me as well. I see them winning four to five games. think that, of course, they're telling us that they don't know what to do at quarterback by having the Baker and Kyle Trask competition in the preseason, and I think they're probably still going to be figuring that out at the end of the season as well. So uh, the next team is going to be the Tennessee Titans at seven and a half wins. And what do you think about that line? I'm taking the under. I don't think Tennessee is very good this year either. I'm not a big fan of them. This is one of the sharper lines. I, th I think that I took the over right at eight wins though. I mean, not confident at all in that. So they're one of the more confusing teams, especially uh, considering that they could be either frisky the entire season and if Tannehill stays healthy or they could be by week six or seven, just putting in Will Levis and seeing what they have in him and not being very competitive. So we'll see. Uh, last team we have on this list is the Washington commanders at six and a half wins. And are you going to take the over or the under? I'm going to take the under on this one too. Um, I don't think Sam Howell's got what it takes to win that many football games, um, especially in a tough division and with as tough as the schedule as I'm looking at, it doesn't look great for them. I agree. I'm also taking it under. And I want to note something with a lot of these bad teams like the Bucks and the Commanders. I want to note, I think there's going to be a lot of really bad teams this year just because of those two quarterbacks at the top of the draft. And maybe even a third that we don't know yet, whether it be Ewers or one of the other people that has an incredible season this year that – somebody thinks is their savior of the franchise. So, but definitely those two are alone going to be enough for a lot of teams to just do some nasty tank jobs towards the end of the season. We did all the teams as far as the win totals go. Uh, I think it's time for us to move into the division odds portion of the betting preview. And we are going to talk about the division that is yours in the NFC East. And I want to know what is your pick to win a division, but also if you have a value pick, what is it as well? I mean, the Cowboys are obviously the value pick. I think you're getting the same chance of the Cowboys winning the division as the Eagles, and you're getting it at plus 175. I also agree. I think that the Cowboys are all pretty much just as good as the Eagles and have just as good a chance to win the division as they do, and they have plus 175 odds. So, yeah, definitely agree with that pick. Next, we are going to go with the NFC West. What's your pick to win the division and the value bet? So my pick to win the division is – the Seattle Seahawks. And that is also my value bet. I know I did that with the NFC East. I'm just sticking to the script here that I have written down. I'm taking the Seattle Seahawks plus 200. My value bet and my winner to win the division. 
I agree that the Seahawks are the value bet to win the division. I mean, they're two to one. And I think that based on the win totals that we went over, they have just as good a shot to win as many games as the 49ers do this season. Uh, I am going to take the 49ers to, as my pick to win the division, but I do think that the Seahawks are the best bet. So uh, next we have the NFC South, and I definitely know that we're going to disagree on this. So what is your pick for this? Oh, I'm taking the favorites. I'm taking the New Orleans Saints. And I am very much disagreeing, and I'm taking the Atlanta Falcons. I think that this is a very similar situation to the NFC East, and I think you're getting plus 210 on the Falcons to win the division. So I'm going to take them. And I think they're I, they're my pick to win the division, as I said. So next, we're going to go with the NFC North. And this one's very interesting. I'm very interested to see what you think about this one. Um, I like the Lions to win the division, but I like the Vikings as well. I think that's another one of those coin flips. I think the Vikings are still a really good team. Um, I want the Detroit Lions. If I had to pick one, that's who I'm taking. But as far as a value pick to actually put money on, I'm taking the Minnesota Vikings. The Lions are also my pick to win the division by hook or by crook because I couldn't figure out a way to not make them. But I will say that I, I agree with there is some value on the Vikings, but I would actually argue that there's some value on the Packers because as I said, I don't think it's crazy to think that they can win eight to nine games. And if they win nine games and somehow have the tiebreaker against the Lions and the Vikings, who may also be right at that total, they can somehow win the division. So I, I would take the extra 100 points of value uh, over the Vikings and just take the Packers at plus 360. Uh, moving on, we're going to go to the AFC, and we're going to start with the AFC East. Don't hate me here, but I like the New York Jets to win the division. But if oh. we're talking value... I like the Miami Dolphins bet because the Dolphins are one of those teams this year that I don't know if they're going to be great or I don't know if they're going to be awful, but I don't think there's very much of an in-between. So I like the Dolphins bet at plus 290, but I like the Jets to win the division. Okay. And okay. So the Jets are your official pick, I guess. At this Jets point? are my official pick. Okay. Yes. Okay. So we do disagree. I'm going to go with the favorite at plus 120 in the Buffalo Bills. And I would say for value, I think that the Dolphins are my value pick as well. I think that given that it's, it could be a one game difference between all three of the teams at the top and fair variance happens in the NFL. And if one game shoots the right way, it could be the Dolphins that end up topping the division and, getting almost three to one odds on that is good value. So uh, moving on to the AFC West, I don't think there's going to be any surprises here, but I'd like to hear what you have to say. I'm hammering the chiefs, baby. I'm putting the house on it. I concur. All right, moving on. That was quick and easy. <laughs> AFC South might be the same situation here. <laughs> yeah. I mean the Jacksonville Jaguars. I'm also putting the house on that. That That is my definite winner of the AFC South and it's not even close. I agree, and it seems like we're going to see a lot of people anchor some of their parlays for these win totals and division bets on these two, the Chiefs and the Jags, where they just need something else to boost the odds a little bit more for one that they like, you know? So I, I, I agree. Before the season, I will say, or before we got into the season previews, I, I did flirt with the Titans as a uh, value bet, but after looking at the roster a little bit more, I, I just couldn't do it. Couldn't talk myself into it. So uh, moving on, last division is the AFC North, and I want to know who your pick is. The Cincinnati Bengals are my obvious pick to win the division, but my value pick is the Pittsburgh Steelers. It has them at plus 470, but I think they're the second best team in the division. I really like that as a value bet. Plus 470 is a lot as far as winning your division. I mean, there's only four teams you or three other teams you have to be better than. Uh, I think that's really good value on them because 
like we've said, crazy things happen. Games go the other way, uh, especially in one-score games, which there's a lot of. So I, and I Mike Tomlin my, and Mike Tomlin doesn't have losing records. He just doesn't do it. Right. He's had a winning record every single season. So I will say that they are my value pick, but my actual pick to win the division is, and we're gonna hear. I'm gonna get crap about this. Don't care. It's the Ravens at plus two ten. Bold. I, I, I just think that they're. I think that they're due for positive regression on the passing side of the ball, as we talked about in the AFC preview show. I think that their offense is going to be awesome. And not only is the offense going to be better, especially considering they're going to air it out a lot more, but I think that, like I talked about, the defense is one of the best in the NFL. So uh, they're my pick. All right, we're going to take a look at the conference odds now to win the NFC and AFC. First, we're going to look at the NFC, and we're not going to give our official picks just yet, but I do want to highlight some of the odds that each of us like. And I think I picked three teams for each conference to highlight the odds that we think we find a lot of value in, and I'll let you go first. Do you want to start AFC or NFC first? NFC. All right, my three value picks uh, for the NFC. I like the Seattle Seahawks. I think I've made that really clear. At plus 1,000, um, I think they could really make a run in the playoffs. Um, I also like, I mean, obviously I like the Dallas Cowboys at plus 550. I think they have a really good chance of um, winning the conference. And you're also getting almost six to one. You're getting five and a half to one on the bet. Where like the Eagles, you're only getting two and a half to one. So you're almost getting double. And I think those teams are very comparable in skill levels. Um, and then my third is the Detroit Lions at plus 850. Okay. I do agree with two of those. The Seahawks and the Cowboys are definitely two of my favorite value bets. And I, I'm going to, it might not seem like value because they're the second highest odds in the conference, but um, I think the 49ers are still a good bet to win the conference considering the conference is weak. And we saw last year that they were pretty close to not beating the Eagles, but had brought pretty state healthy. There was a good possibility that it could have made it to the Super Bowl. So uh, I do want to move on to the AFC. And what are your picks for that? My first pick is going to be the Jacksonville Jaguars at plus 1300. That is one of my favorites of the whole league, NFC and AFC. That is one of my favorite picks to win a conference as far as value goes. Um, I also like the Miami Dolphins at plus 1,000. And last but not least, I like the Pittsburgh Steelers at plus 3,000 for just strictly value. (laughs) That's Holy not God. my team. That's just strictly like plus 3000. I think the Steelers have a shot. Wow. I mean, if you think that they're the second best team in the division, and if you think that they can win the division, it's not crazy just because that's such high odds. I mean, it's 31. If you put a small flyer on that, I don't blame you. I think that there's a lot of value in that. If you're that high on them. Uh, I mean, I if agree. it's sitting, if it's sitting at plus 1800 plus 1900, I'm, I don't really like it, but if it's right. plus 3000, like, yeah, I like that bet. Right. I don't disagree with that. Like, especially considering that Cleveland is at plus 1800. I, I mean, that's absurd to me that there's that big of a discrepancy between those two teams' odds for, to win the conference. But I agree with you on the Miami Dolphins as a value bet at plus 1000. Uh, I obviously have talked a lot about the Ravens, how much I like them. I like them at plus 1000 a lot. And I also like the Jags. So we're, we're pretty close on both sides of the NFL. So uh, we can move on to teams that we also see as good values to make the playoffs. And if you have any that you want to know as far as their missed playoffs odds, you can feel free to do that as well. Okay. I like the New York Jets at plus 145 to make the playoffs. That's one of my smashes on this list of to make the playoffs or to not make the playoffs. 
I think the Jets are going to have a really good season, and I think they don't squeeze into the playoffs. I think they have a good chance to win their division and get in there and secure a spot and possibly a high seed to maybe get a first-round bye. Um, I also really like <laughs> – this is going to sound a little nuts, but – I Let's <laughs> get nuts. Let's get nuts. I also like the value of the Carolina Panthers at 215. Okay. I thought you were about to say Raiders. I was going to boo you off no, the stage. No, the Carolina Panthers at plus 215 to make the playoffs. Okay. Okay. I can see it. I see the vision, especially at two to at two to one odds. It's not bad, especially to make the playoffs in the NFC too. Their division's just so weak. Their division's yeah. so weak. Yeah. I have a other couple others to highlight. I, I agree with the Jets pick. Uh, I didn't have the Panthers highlighted, but that intrigues me a little bit. Uh, in that same division, though, and I, I know I said that I like the Falcons a lot, I'm going to smash the plus 120 to make the playoffs. So you're getting plus odds on a team that I think can win 11 games, 10 at, 9 at minimum. And if you look at the teams as far as the wild card race goes, I mean, I'm not saying that 8 wins is going to get a wild card spot in that conference, but it wouldn't surprise me if that happens. So, agreed. I I also like the Packers at plus one ninety two because, like I said, I think that if they can win the division, there's a possibility that they can have nine wins and and or eight wins and sneak in the wild card in the NFC because it's so weak. I also like the Steelers at plus one forty five to make the playoffs because in that conference. And one thing I was looking at whenever I was looking at all these win totals and the schedules, one thing that surprised me is that in the NFC. There's going to be so many teams that finish in that nine win, eight win range that are vying for the wild card spots. In the AFC, you're going to have, I say, at least two, if not three, double digit win teams that are going to miss the playoffs, which is, that just tells you how much competition there is in that conference. So I, I would say that outside of that, I think that the Seahawks are, even though you're having to lay a little bit of juice at minus 130, I still think that they that is a really good bet considering how weak the NFC is. I mean, if they don't make a wild card spot, I'd be super shocked. I'd be surprised too. Yeah. that That's, for the most part, the playoff bets that I see value in. I do have a couple that I wanted to note the miss the playoff bets. Um, I really like, even though you have to lay a little bit of juice, I as much as we talked about, we don't like the Browns. Their miss the playoff odds are at minus 138, which a little bit of juice, but I will say I'd, I'd be fine laying it down. So uh, another team I would like to highlight to miss the playoffs is the Vikings, unfortunately, but it's minus 120, and I don't have a problem with that being a possibility because, like I said, there's going to be a lot of teams in the 8-9 and nine win range that are going to be vying for that wild card spot, and if the Vikings are an 8-win team, I think they're unlikely to get in there. So, and... Again, uh, even though we disagree on this, I think that there is a plus value bet on the missed playoffs odds at 126 is the New Orleans Saints. And I know you're probably not going to like that, but if they end up, like I said, not winning division and they have nine wins, they might get beat out by a Carolina or a Green Bay or a Minnesota and just miss out barely on that wild card spot. So. Uh, those are all the odds that I have to highlight as far as missing the playoffs goes. Uh, I do want to talk about our best value bets for the Super Bowl. And then I want to move into the MVP odds. And then after that, we're going to give our official predictions from the teams that we think are actually going to make the playoffs all the way up to the Super Bowl. So first, we're going to do some value bets on the Super Bowl. And I want to hear yours. 
Um, I really like the Jacksonville Jaguars at plus 2,500. I think that's a really good bet. Um, that team's going to be electric this year. It's going to be really fun to watch. I also like the Chargers at plus 2,300. I think this could be a good yeah. year for the Chargers as well. They just seem to always miss it like by just a hair. So maybe they can get it all together and uh, make it to the AFC Championship and possibly win out to make it to the Super Bowl. So I like that bet as well. I agree. I, I like the Chargers one a little bit more than the Jags one, just because I think that the Jags might be a next year pick for me, just like a year too early. But I do think that they're going to be really good, as we talked about. Uh, I also like the Jets as a value bet at plus 1,300. I mean, they have a quarterback who's won a Super Bowl before. I think that their defense is Super Bowl quality. You know, it's one of those where you, that's the type of defense that if you're going to have a defense that is a big reason why you're winning a lot of games, it looks a lot like theirs does. Paired with a multiple MVP quarterback in the past three years, I think that that's a recipe that can easily lead to a Super Bowl run. I will also note that the Cowboys, as we talked about, are a good value bet at plus 1250. And I mean, you I, said it, not me. I wasn't going to say I, it. I, 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 we'll get into it in the picks, but I, I think it's a good value. And I also think that the Ravens are a good value. I also am high on the Ravens, and that's at plus 1,800. And I think that relative to the other teams in the AFC that are definitely playoff contenders, that's one of the higher sets of odds that we have. So uh, now that we've gone through that, I want us to talk about who we think our picks, our actual picks to win the MVP are, and if we have any value picks also to win MVP. So my actual pick is also my value pick. I like Jalen Hurts to win MVP this year. At plus 1200. Okay. And my best pick is actually my a value pick technically as well. And I, again, the Ravens, I'm going to go ahead and pick Lamar Jackson to win his second MVP. I will say that there are a couple of value picks that I like. I think Trevor Lawrence is a good flyer at 1600. I think if they just happen to be one of the best offenses and are just passing the ball a ton because their defense sucks and they're having to pass to win games that he could just rack up a ton of yards and a ton of touchdowns. Uh, I think that Justin Herbert could be a good pick at plus 900. I know that's not crazy value considering he's the fourth highest, but I still think it's high enough to where it's still decent value. And then I, I'll go ahead and say Aaron Rodgers too. I mean, if the Jets being in a major media market and if they're able to go down the stretch and win a lot of their games towards the end of the season, that's usually what people look for is storylines. And with it being a comeback season for him, I think that there's a possibility he could end up winning it too. You could easily just go put a hundred bucks on Patrick Mahomes and just wait for your check. I mean, that, yeah, I know, but that's, that's plus, people plus 600. That. Yeah. People don't want to hear it. I'm just saying. <laughs> so, yeah. So we talked about all the odds for everything. Now I want us to go ahead and, you know, submit our lottery tickets. Doing what we're about to do is something that's nearly impossible to predict. We're not going to sit here and say this is exactly what's going to happen. This is our best shot at saying this is who we think is going to make the playoffs. This is who we think is going to end up playing each other in each conference championship game. This is who we think is going to end up being the Super Bowl matchup and who we think is going to be the Super Bowl winner. How about we do it this way? We'll, we'll go ahead and we'll start conference by conference. And we're going to I'm going to name my playoff teams and I want to hear yours. And then we'll go down the line and at the, we're going to decide who we think is going to win each conference to decide the Super Bowl matchup and then give our Super Bowl picks. Does that sound good to you, Parker? Yeah, that sounds good. All right. So I'm going to go ahead and say who I think is going to make the playoffs for the NFC. Uh, I think that the 49ers, the Eagles, the Falcons, the Lions, the Cowboys, the 
Seahawks. And that seven seed is going to drive me crazy. But I'm just going to say it because the pick is going to change day to day. I'm going to say the Saints. Those are my seven playoff teams. Do you have anything different there? Yeah, I'm going to give you my list separately just so you know where I sit. I have um, the Eagles, the Cowboys, the Seahawks, the 49ers, the Saints, Detroit, and Minnesota. So it seems like we only have one team's difference. You don't have the Falcons making it, um, and I don't have the Vikings making it. So. Uh, as far as who you think is going to win the conference championship, who do you have getting to the top two in the NFC? <laughs> the good old NFC East matchup. I have the Cowboys and the Philadelphia Eagles making it to the <laughs> of to course. The, and this championship. I mean, why not? They they both look great this year. And similarly, I have the Cowboys, but I have the tortured matchup that you guys have faced two years in a row in the 49ers in the conference championship. Oof. And I want to know who you have winning the conference. Oh, is he going to do it? I can't wait. Oh, oh, I can't, I it. can't, I can't do it. Right. I can't. Yeah. yeah you make the rules. Man. There's no rules here. You can do it. How about the Cowboys, baby? How about <laughs> them Cowboys? I'm going to do it. I'm going to say the Cowboys win the NFC. I, I don't want this to come back and bite me. I'm, I'm just throwing it out there. I mean, they're, they're a good team. All right, Parker. And the conference is very weak. Parker. Yes, Peyton. This may be, you might want to, we're recording this, but you might want to whip your phone out. How about them Cowboys? Oh gosh, man. Let's I, go. I, I think that we're, 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 we're together for once. I can't believe that that actually happened. All right. So I can't we believe both, you just we said both, that. We both are picking the Cowboys win the NFC. That's nuts. I, I can't. It's like making, I can't even imagine what that's going to, especially it's, you can imagine Stephen A. Like, do you oh, see him already? Coming out and wearing the cowboy hat and smoking a cigar. I don't, yeah, I don't even want to talk about it. <laughs> so, uh, all right. So, we're going to move on to the ASC. Um, I went and named my team first for the NFC. I want you to name yours this time. Okay. I have the Jets, the Chiefs, the Jags, the Bengals, the Bills, the Steelers, and the Chargers. Wow. Okay. Ours is very different, it seems, especially with like three of the teams. So, I have the Chiefs, I have the Bills, I okay. have the Jaguars, I have the Ravens, I have the Chargers, I have the Bengals, and I have the Dolphins. Okay. Yeah. All right. So yeah, we're quite, we're a little different. We're a little different there. Yeah, I think like you know, especially with the Bengals and uh, Ravens picks, like I have the Ravens winning the division, so the seeing's a little bit different, you know. So, mm -hmm. yeah, definitely different in the AFC. Uh, all right, so who do you have making the championship game in that conference? I have the Bengals and the Jets both making the AFC championship. Ooh, that's an interesting one. I, I, feel I know like it's crazy, but I just really think that um, if if Patrick Mahomes has to play Joe Burrow before the championship game, I think Joe Burrow, Joe Burrow just owns Patrick Mahomes. See, I and I don't disagree, and but in this – version of what I think is going to happen. I never even had the Bengals getting to the chiefs. So seating seating. I'm not even going to get into that. I'm not even going right, to look at right. matchups because that's, that's yeah, that's predicting beyond predicting. That's just right. crazy. I know. Talk. I know, but I had to do it to figure out who I thought was going to make it and everything. It's just, you know, part of the practice, you know? So I, yeah, the, the way that I went about it is I, I kind of went chalk with the AFC. Unfortunately, I, I went chiefs bills. So, you know, okay. which very chalk compared to Bengals jets, which yeah, they, I went, I, I went crazy with it. I know I, and I, but the thing is in that conference, if you told me 
any of the seven teams made it to the conference championship, or even if you told me any of the nine or 10 teams that are competing for the playoff spots, you told me they made it. I, sure. I'm not going to be surprised. Right. Their, their conference is just stacked. Right. So I have the bills and the chiefs playing against each other. So, and between the jets and the Bengals, who do you have making it to the Super Bowl? Oh, I know where you're going with this. <laughs> I th- I think Joe Burrow gets to the Super Bowl. Um, uh, if he's healthy, I think Joe Burrow goes back to the Super Bowl. You you would make it a Cowboys Bengals Super Bowl. I think like, it'd be ultimate awesome, Homer man. status. We we've been waiting for it, but it actually looks like it might happen. I mean, I, that that's a that's not a bold prediction. I mean, I feel like that's a decent a decent philosophy looking into this year. Just doing a really quick search on Fanduel, uh, a Bengals Dallas. Super Bowl matchup is actually a decent flyer. It's at 44 to 1. And to give context, the favorite to be the Super Bowl matchup, which, you know, no surprise, is the Chiefs Eagles rematch at 18 to 1. So 44 to 1 is pretty good, especially considering those two teams. And it's hard to go to the Super Bowl back to back. Right, exactly. And I I will say, obviously, I have Dallas winning the conference, but my winner is going to be different. And I don't have the Chiefs going back as we talked because I think that it's really hard to get back there. I have the Bills making it to the Super Bowl, and I have them rematching against the Cowboys. And I think that the storylines that are going to come from that, because if you guys, of course, a lot of us don't remember, we weren't even alive, but the 90s Bills lost two Super Bowls to the Cowboys in that four Super Bowl run. And I think that, I, do you want to go ahead and give our Super Bowl picks? I mean, if if you're talking, if do I have to pick Bills Cowboys? No, no, no. I mean, between your Super Bowl pick, like Cowboys Bengals, yeah, who oh, do you think's gonna man. win, dude? It, it's a double, it's a double edged ended sword. I mean, you can't win either way. No, I mean, it's kind of like watching your mother in law drive off a cliff in a Cadillac. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, you win some, you lose some. Uh, <laughs> It's, it's if my mother in law is listening, I promise you, I don't feel the same way. That is Parker's words, I, not mine. I don't have a mother in law. That's just a phrase. Um, okay. <laughs> I mean, I think Joe Burrow has to get a Super Bowl. Joe Burrow is too good to not go and get him a Super Bowl. I mean, and, that's my take. And likewise to you, I also have the Cowboys losing in the Super Bowl to the Buffalo Bills, who finally get their first Super Bowl, get revenge on the Cowboys from the 90s, and Josh Allen and crew gets it done. So that I believe concludes our betting and prediction show. I do have one bet that I saw that I want to okay. mention that is like closing a, thought, a closing thought. There's a lock that goes into this and then there's a value bet that goes into this. Okay. And I was looking at comeback player of the year. Oh, okay. That's fine. We can look at there, that. There's no way they don't give it to DeMar Hamlin, right? At plus three fifty. Oh, uh, yeah. There's no he, way they don't. If, if He's he a plus plays, If he plays at all, like if he plays at least some downs, yeah. <laughs> there's no way. But like, there's another one I'm looking at. There's one value pick I like, and it's at plus 1,600. And it's John Mechie the third, who okay. tore his ACL in the national championship and then battled with leukemia. Yeah. If he comes out this year and has a really good year, I mean, hey, I, he has a case. So cancer versus near death. See I mean, yeah. see which one wins. I'm, I'm just it, there are actual odds to this. That's I, obviously uh, Demar Hamlin's the lock, and uh, I like John Mechie as a value bet. So y'all do with that information what you please. That's the last bet I'm going to give out. 
I, I don't have any additional bets to give you guys, so we will close with that. It's <laughs> an interesting <laughs> note to close on, if you ask me. But uh, that's okay. Uh, I want to thank you guys for listening, you know, sticking with us. And next week, we are going to do a fantasy football preview. I know that we are getting into draft season. I know that you said that you already completed one, but we are going to try and give you guys at least a couple of pointers uh, as much as we can for this upcoming draft season, uh, especially the weekend, I believe, of August 27th, I believe, is the busiest draft weekend of all because it was before Labor Day. So we're going to try and get you that before that weekend so you guys can be prepared. So uh, do you have anything you want to say before we log off? Um, no, I just want to say thank you to all the listeners for continuing to support our sports addiction. All right. Sounds good. Talk to you later, guys. All right. Peace.